Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to Spiritual AF, a manifestation podcast for success-driven humans. My name is Johnny Maria Gresta, and I am completely obsessed with helping you live a wildly fulfilling life where you are thriving in every way possible. I have helped thousands of humans get happier, healthier, and wealthier over the past 14 years, and now it's time for your own transformation. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about what it means to build a life on fire. Now, I am on another walk, and you will probably hear some wind, but it should not be as bad as yesterday's, or the two that I posted yesterday. Okay, life on fire. If you're new here, hello, welcome. Life on fire is my signature manifestation an inner work course for success-driven humans who are craving an up-level in their life, but are ready to stop being burnt out, are ready to stop overworking themselves. They're ready to stop living out of alignment. So today I have a few things that I truly believe makes up living a life on fire. So let's just rattle them off. And obviously this is what we cultivate in the course. And what life on fire it means to everybody is going to be different, the specifics. But here are the general. Number one, you wake up fucking energized. You wake up like, yes, this is my fucking life. Now, this is a combination of internal work to be able to do this and to feel this and external things, right? Which brings me to number two. And that, Now, I don't believe in the fucking school of thought that like you have to work a job that keeps you burnt out and you have to you know wake up super fucking early to manifest what you desire you have to do this you have to do that I believe that you get to do what it is that serves you for a few weeks I was waking up super fucking early for many years I was working for other people now I'm back to some you know ways of waking up that just really serve me but I needed that like go 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 push at that point in my life so whatever you've chosen up until now has definitely served you in some way and this leads me to number two when you crave an up level in your life and you crave a new way of being you crave a new level of goodness you crave a new level of health happiness sexiness success, money, whatever it is, you fully believe that you can achieve it. So living a life on fire is like, of fucking course I can have that. It means if I desire it, I'm certain that it's mine. There's no doubt in my mind that these massive goals are possible for me. That's why in the course we work massively on self-belief, massively on self-confidence, massively on shifting any and any and all things that do not align with the up levels that we're craving so living a life on fire excuse me as i burp (laughs) is one where sure you might not have everything that you want but you know that you're getting there which brings me to number three you follow your desires okay you follow the big life You follow 
what it means for you to be deeply fulfilled. You follow your happiness. You follow your desire to build a business. And you go fully fucking after it. You go fully fucking after it. So you believe in it. You believe in your power. You feel connected to your power. And then you go after the vision with unwavering self-belief, with unwavering power, which brings me to the next point. Are we on five? Did I already say five? I don't know. Whatever. Next point (laughs) is that you have a deep connection to yourself, to the universe, to God, whatever it is that you want to consider your higher self. And you're acting out of that. You're acting from that guidance. When you get, when you become a deeply spiritual human, you become so deeply connected to your path, which is typically why on the journey of spirituality, you become so misaligned with your external world. This is one of the reasons I created Life on Fire, because there's so many people who have done, who've either started to do work on themselves, or they're in a place where they have massively done a lot of work, and just the external work world no longer feels aligned and so those misalignments you understand are cues from your body cues from the universe whatever that something is off so we no longer ignore the anxiety we no longer ignore the coping mechanisms we no longer ignore the unhappiness we no longer ignore these things we honor them we look at them which can sometimes be really hard, which can sometimes lead us to be like, shit, I need to completely change this area of my life. I posted a a reel yesterday, two days ago, whatever it was, that was showing me basically crying. And it was me going through just a shedding process. Now, I don't like film myself and then I'm like, okay, cry. I can't cry on the fucking dime. But so, I mean, I cry a lot, but sometimes, <laughs> not a lot. It depends on the season I'm going through. At least once a week though, which is a lot compared to my old self where I never used to ever cry. Crying is way better than not crying, by the way. But anyway, I posted this video of me crying and I got so many fucking responses, so many shares. I don't know who's sharing me crying. I'm assuming there's a message over it. <laughs> but it's just the up-leveling process, the once you see your desires, the, that, the once you identify the misalignment, you cannot unsee it, right? So this can be misalignment within you, things that you're gripping onto and holding onto internally, or this could be things externally that you're like, yeah, I'm just staying in the job to stay in the job, but I really want to do this. Or I'm staying in the relationship just to stay in the relationship, even though I really want to do this, right? That process of shedding the things that are keeping you comfortable, the process of shedding the things that are keeping you small, externally and internally, can be so difficult. That's where the crying comes in. I mean, crying obviously serves many different you know, things in our life, but that's personally what I was crying about. There's an area of my life that has felt completely off for many years now. And I did my best to ignore it. And I did my best to ignore it. And I tried to fix everything else. I even tried to fix myself to try and fit into this situation, this area of my life. You know, and I really came to a point where I was like, 
why the fuck am I trying to fix myself to fit into something? This thing should fit me. I should be in situations that fit me. And I really was shedding this part of myself that like felt that I had to fix myself. And that's a hard thing to fucking shed. If you've grown up in in a family or in a society where, you know, the idea of fixing yourself is a thing, you know, you have to fit society's mold of this. You have to speak this way. You have to dress this way. You should do this, right? It's all the shoulds. So, I mean, if you're listening to this, you've grown up in that fucking society with me, right? I don't know if there's ever going to be a society that's not like that. We all have it in our unique way, regardless of where you live. And so getting rid of that part of myself that was always fixing myself to fit into things was literally so fucking hard, which sounds crazy. But the thing is, the thing that I show you within Life on Fire is that these ways of being that are keeping you small, that are not helping you expand. Sorry, now I'm crossing a busy fucking street. These ways of being that keep you unhappy, either in jobs, relationships unhappy, cycles with money, cycles with your body, cycles with food, they are so deeply, so deeply ingrained in us. And so that's why living a life on fire can feel so challenging because there's so much out of alignment with our natural way of being. Which brings me to the next point. Are we on seven, six, something like that? Living a life on fire is honoring the fact that your natural way of being is goodness. Good dash N E S S, goodness. <laughs> I guess just G O O D N E S S. Whatever. Use the hyphen or not. I don't know. Writing is not my strong point, or grammar is not my strong point. I mean, goodness isn't even a word, right? Anyway, moving on with life. <laughs> so, honoring the fact that your natural way of being is meant to be good. You are meant to feel good. You are meant to look good. You are meant for abundance. You are meant to be loved. Are you hearing this? So anything else that does not align with these natural feelings, this natural goodness, it feels wrong in your body. It's why you keep having the same fights over and over and over again with this person that you're in a relationship with. It's why you keep saying, oh, I want to quit my job. It's making me anxious. These things are not meant for you. Do you get this? Obviously, there's, you know, work to be done in all of these areas. So I'm not just saying, like, when something gets hard, it's not meant for you. <laughs> get rid of it. No, that's not what I'm fucking saying. But that's not how you're taking it either, right? You're like, I've done the work in this area. I've been showing up for my health and I'm still on this health roller coaster. I've been showing up for this relationship and I still feel like I don't feel fulfilled. I've been showing up in this job and I've talked to my boss and I've been doing the things and it still feels so deeply unfulfilling, right? 
that means that it's out of alignment with your natural way of being. The natural flow of goodness in the world. Which leads me to the next thing. Living a life on fire is being in flow with that goodness. It is being in flow, which is basically the same thing as before, but in a different way. It's, yes, these things are indicative of being out of alignment, but that means that when you remove the things that are out of alignment, the thoughts, the beliefs about yourself, the settling in your life, and you follow the vision that you have in your head about how good your life can be, or about where you want to live, or about how you want to be acting, or how you want to be treated in a relationship, when you follow that, the goodness from the energy, the flow of abundance, the flow of love, it literally just, the door just fucking opens, the floodgates fucking open for it. And so, all of these things that hold us back, that make us feel more and more out of alignment are things that are basically cock-blocking the goodness that you're asking for. You're asking for abundance in finances, yet you're closing off your abundance by whatever, insert whatever struggle you're having and you keep fitting into instead of just changing the thing. This is where, when I left my job at Orange Theory, working a fuck ton of hours a week. Also, now I'm going up a big hill, so you might hear some more uh, huffing and puffing. <laughs> um, but when I left my job at Orange Theory, it was because I was so ready to serve the world in a deeper way. I was so ready to be an online influence. I was so ready to build an online business. And I said yes to it. And I went all in on it, going back to the podcast, I think three podcasts ago, all about all in energy. Yeah, I went all in on it, right? And I went all in on that vision for my life, that key thing that I needed to shift to unlock the flow of goodness. And of course I showed the fuck up. Of course I paid the coaches ridiculous amounts of money that I did not have. Of course, it was ridiculous at the time. Now it's not though. But anyway, like, of course I did everything in that program and that my one-on-one -on -one coach ended up telling me to do. Of course I did the thing. But it worked. Out of all the other times when I had tried and I was half in, half out, or I would stay at Orange Theory, I would stay working a part-time job as a dietitian, and then it wouldn't work, right? So unlocking the flow of goodness, unlocking the flow of abundance, love, health, happiness, wealth, is the natural way of being. But we clog it up because of our conditioning. We clog it up with ways we're just keeping ourselves safe. We clog it up by trying to fit ourselves into this mold of who we should be and how we should be showing up in the world, right? We make it harder on ourselves, right? So living a life on fire is about making it easy for yourself,
Not that you're not going to show up. You're a success-driven human, of course. You love to fucking show up. Right? If you don't, don't recommend you come into the course. <laughs> but it's like you unlock the flow of this naturally by shifting things that you know as I'm talking are completely out of alignment for you. And you can't expect your life to feel like you're in full alignment with money and you're in full alignment with success and you're in full alignment with love if right now you're staying in places that don't make you feel loved. If right now you're staying in places that are not healing for you, that are actually anxiety causing. If you are staying in places that you know have run its fucking course, jobs, relationships, places you're living, friends that you're surrounding yourself with, family members, whatever. How do you expect you to be an energetic match for this next level of happiness for yourself when you're staying in things and you're living in a reality that completely and utterly feels off? Those two energies do not work. Which leads me to the last thing, maybe the last thing, whatever number we're on. I don't know if anyone wants to count and send it to me. Maybe you wrote them down, whatever. Let me know so I could add it to the podcast. <laughs> but this brings me to the last thing. Living a life on fire is about embodying the energy of the things that it is you desire. It's about your state of being. It's about your own vibration. It's about taking responsibility for all of the areas in your life all the time. <laughs> Listen, you can't control other people. Other people are going to be dicks. Other people are going to be half-assed in things. Other people are going to do what other people do. But only you can control your vibration. Only you can control what you are a match for. So by embodying the energy of what it is that you desire. And honestly, the way I teach it in the course, it's just, it's not even specific things. Like I said yesterday with the money. Was it yesterday or two days ago? Whatever the Money Flow podcast was. I think it was two days ago. I record so many, I forget. <laughs> but it's about embodying just the energy of goodness. Removing the things that aren't making you feel good. Healing the things that don't make you feel good from an internal place. Rather than shifting everything externally, shifting all of your beliefs, shifting everything to be in full alignment. And when you are internally in that state of goodness, in that state of love, you guys hear me talk about this concept all the time, state of love is our natural way of being. When you are in alignment with that, everything flows. Everything flows. And so often we're so out of alignment with it. So often we're just like in this state somehow of self-deprecation. Somehow we're in this state of, I don't deserve that. I'm not worthy of that. I, whatever. Can't, I'm not that person. Right? To the point where we end up settling so deeply in our lives. And you know what happens every time you settle? 
How about you guess? <laughs> what does it feel like for you to settle? For me, it feels like I'm lowering my vibration. For me, it feels like I'm giving in to something that is like a lesser, for a lesser version of me. It means that I'm trying to put other people's needs above mine. It means that, <laughs> sorry, I'm by the pool. <laughs> and I think some dude got like water in his ear, clearing his ear. So he's trying to like get water out of the faucet and put it in his ear. Does that help? Does anybody know this? I don't really swim underneath water. I don't really swim at all. Um, so I wouldn't know. But anyway, <laughs> that was an interesting thing. Anyway, every time we settle, we settle for a lesser version of us. Uh, somebody who we think, we, we embody the energy of somebody that's less worthy. Does that make sense? Do you feel that? Think of the last time that you settled in the area of your life. It could be something right now. It could be in general. It could be 10 years ago. I know there was a time when I wanted to, where I could have probably gotten into any fucking college. I didn't even try. I just settled. I was like, yeah, that college is good enough. I had the best fucking grades. <laughs> I mean, definitely people had better than me, but I had pretty fucking dank grades. And so instead of actually going after what it is that I desired and going for that higher tier school and going for whatever I settled, I, I kept myself back. Right? And there's reasons we do that. There's subconscious reasons we do that. We logic our way through oh but it's not smart oh but this is cheaper this is a cheaper school oh but it's closer to home oh but my grandmother might die in a few years I want to spend more time with her I don't know whatever things we logic our way into but subconsciously what's happening is that we're just so fucking used to settling and we don't think we're worthy of having the things that we desire y'all I used to think my my uh my mentors were crazy when they used to talk about stuff like this and then I started really doing the work and really looking deep and I was like, oh, I don't actually feel worthy of a loving relationship. I don't feel actually worthy of having a really fucking good body. I don't feel actually worthy of having a lot of money in my bank account for the work that I'm doing in the world. Right? So there's two things there. This is the last thing I'll leave you off with. Maybe. <laughs> um, there's two things there. Number one, doing the healing work. We do that in Life on Fire, module three. You take these tools with you through the course. It's a 16-week course, and you do them afterwards as well. You do them continuously. Not that I'm always going to feel unworthy, but there's a new level of something that you're always craving. That's part of living a life on fire. It's, oh, there's a new level, and I get to have it, and I get to desire it, and I get to achieve it, right? So we heal the part of us that doesn't feel like I can be that bitch. I'm teaching a master class tomorrow for those of you who are health leaders, or going to be health leaders. And one of the things is like, you're going to be that bitch who has the massive impact, who has the massive income, right? Being that bitch who has the things like you have to clear the things preventing you from feeling like you're that bitch, right? That you're good enough to be that bitch, that you're good enough to be that admired, that you're good enough for your podcast to be listened to, to by thousands upon thousands of humans. And then you also get to do the embodiment work. We do this in module four, in life on fire module three and module four are kind of connected because the healing work is always intertwined into the embodiment work as i teach it and it's so powerful the way that i teach it as well it's so transformational but that's where actually showing up as that bitch <laughs> whatever that means it can mean on a superficial level it could mean shifting something it can mean realigning something that's misaligned you get to embody being that bitch who lives a life on fire. That means you fully go after it. 
So the healing work is necessary, but you can't just stay there. can't stay there forever. There's some people who I know are meant to come into this course who are just staying in that healing work. Staying in the, I have to heal more money blocks. I have to heal more of this. Well, the embodiment, the action taking is one of the most healing things because then you see what you're fucking capable of. Y'all, this is why I listen to my podcast over anybody else's podcast because I like to listen to how brilliant I am. Sounds really narcissistic. Maybe it is, but I think I'm brilliant. And I had to work to acknowledge that, y'all, if I don't think I'm brilliant, how am I going to expect you to think I'm brilliant enough to listen to me? Right? Does that make sense? So before I started this whole life on fire journey, before I started my own thrive journey, before I started doing the work that I teach in life on fire, which was right before I started this business, I had to look at all of these things. I'm like, wait, I don't think I'm brilliant. I don't think I'm worthy of being paid. I don't think I'm worthy of making good content and having people pay me for it. I had all of this underneath it. And that really just hit home for me. And that really shifted me. Because when you see all of the ways that internally you're holding yourself back, embodying the bitch who has all of the things really is key. It really is just like a natural flow. It really is just, you, you create a new natural way of being. This is what life on fire means. It, it's you, you create a new natural way of being where success is always available to you, where happiness is always available to you, where money is always available to you. You create a new way of being of power within yourself, which means you just tap into yourself. You tap into the universe. That's why I use spirituality so much. I use the principles of law of attraction so much. I teach you how to harness the power of the universe and create what it is that you desire that you never had to overwork for, that you never had to change yourself for. Because it's, it was always available to you. But once you acknowledge your power, once you acknowledge what it is that you desire, what it is, once you acknowledge what it is that you're ready for, it literally follows. It literally flows. So we create a new way of being. Where living a life on fire is your new fucking way of being. Okay, loves, truthfully, this is the third time I've tried to record this podcast. The first two times I was in my car earlier today, one of them by accident I fucking deleted. Then the other one, I was like, I'm not feeling it. I didn't get that like goosebumps, fuck yes. And it was kind of just a hosh posh of mosh with some of my uh, podcasts are. But I really wanted it to be more of a uh, so, like tangible things that you, you could kind of take away. And that for me on my walk came in like a list kind of format. I don't know, what do we do, 11 things? Whatever I said, let me know if it was helpful. Come into life on fire when you're ready. You know if it's your time. You know if you've been looking at the landing page. You know if you've been resonating with my content. Imagine if you actually worked with me in a container that gave you my best fucking tools. You guys, this is, I, I swear, <laughs> it is the best tools I have ever created <laughs> that have ever downloaded through me that I could ever give you to change your life. I promise you that. That is my promise to you. You follow these, oh my goodness, you will feel the power. <laughs> like the Energizer Bunny thing. I got the power. But it's true. You fucking have it. I'm going to bring it out of you. So come on in. You know when you're ready. DM me any questions. If you're craving to be more so coached by me in a one-on-one -on -one setting, come into the VIP upgrade. You get one one-on-one -on -one call with me per month and you get daily Voxer message to me. I'm typically in there about four days a week. Um, if something like massive is going on or whatever, I'll never leave you hanging.
as long as I have space for it. But it generally, I'm in there four times a week. I love talking to my clients. I love vibing on topics back and forth. I love helping them shift everything and anything that isn't feeling aligned. And I love helping them just see the things that they're actually not seeing for themselves. <sighs> Lovingly push them. I like to call it like your spiritual guru combined with like your badass bitch best friend that's just lovingly pushing you to be your best self that that's what we're, that's my vibe so if you're not ready to look at shit don't come into my space but if you're ready to look at your shit you're ready to overhaul things it's gonna be magical work together okay loves i love you i'm so good that i recorded this one i hope that the wind wasn't too much am i huffing and puffing i really do <laughs> i love you you got this i hope to see you in the course Oh,